All right. Welcome to episode nine of C3 Crystals, Cauldrons, and Cocktails. I'm River. And I'm Ren. And this week, we're going to talk about the magical meaning of the number three. Hmm. Also, you guys, we think we may have fixed our sound issues. <laughs> Maybe. We um, are... We changed it from Zoom recording to voice meter banana recording. So hopefully this is a lot better. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> so start us off with the number three. Okay. Oh, wait. Oh. What cocktail? <laughs> I'm not doing anything special. We're recording a little bit earlier in the day than usual. Yes, I am calling you out. <laughs> I'm just having some tea. Usually I have tea every day, but the past couple weeks I've been at my parents' house, so I haven't had any tea lately, so I'm kind of like caffeine deprived. So I finally have my tea today, and what are you drinking? I am drinking a Cosmopolitan. Oh. It's five o'clock somewhere. Somewhere. Not here. No. (laughs) On the other side of the world. I'm I'm joining with them and their consumption. Ah, yes, yes. Okay, so okay. tell us about the number three. So the number three is the first number to which the meaning all was given. Oh. It is the triad being the number of the whole as it contains the beginning, a middle, and an end. Oh, neat. Mm-hmm. The power of three is universal, In nature, like, so it has, like, a nature of world as heaven, earth, and the waters. Okay. And it is human as body, soul, and spirit. And I I do believe that we all have a soul, but everybody believes something different. So maybe this doesn't go to your belief, but the number three is still really significant. There's a lot more on the number three than what I thought there was. Speaking of souls, I was listening to a podcast, and they... Um, we're talking about a culture that believed that everybody has a soul and a spirit, which I found very interesting. Yeah, I've heard of that. And maybe I heard it from you. You just told me briefly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think that was interesting, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The symbol, a triad or trinity, is... you. Like, goes with the number three. Okay. So, it is a symbol of the unity of body, mind, and spirit. The symbol is of universal significance. It is found throughout history and all over the world. It was popularized early in the centuries. Early in... In this century? In, no. I don't in the actually, last century? I don't actually have the century. <laughs> in, in some in, century. Well, it does... Well, I did write it was popularized popularized Jesus early <laughs> in this century by Russian born artist, philosopher and scientist Nicholas Rorick. <laughs> Rorick. Rorick. Or however you pronounce it. Okay. But I also saw a lot about like the number three being popularized earlier. Mm-hmm. Not just by this Russian scientist, philosopher and artist. Okay. Um, And it can be interpreted in many different senses, and I'm going to be repetitive, spirit, mind, and body Mm -hmm. in a circle of, like, obviously, like a 
like a cycle. Right. That's what I think of this as. Okay. And it goes with past, present, future, and enclosed in the ring of eternity of art, science, religion. And it's bound in that culture. I like that circle idea. I love the circle idea, and I could go off for hours on this stuff, but I do believe specifically in reincarnation. Like, everything's a cycle. And Mm -hmm. so this really makes sense to me because the number three is it goes full way round. I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've got a little bit on those, what you mentioned before too. Mm -hmm. Um, Numerologists consider it the number of the child, which it symbolizes the growth and magic that results from the combination of two other things. Mm -hmm. So like in humans, it's the mom and the dad make a baby. and uh, anything, when you add something to something else, it becomes the sum of both of those things. So three is kind of magical in that way. Yeah. Um, almost everything in life can be separated into a beginning, a middle, and an end, like you talked about. Mm-hmm. We live our lives through birth, life, and death. Mm-hmm. We measure time through past, present, and future. Even the dimensions of space that we inhabit are measured through width, length, and height, that three-dimensional function. Mm -hmm. The sun moves in stages, dawn, noon, and dusk. The planting cycle of our food is also threefold, planting, harvesting, and when it goes dormant. Mm -hmm. The ancient Matriarchal societies recognize the moon's three phases, waxing, full, and waning. Mm-hmm. There are only three primary colors, red, yellow, and blue. And three is a prime number. Yeah, when I think about the number three, I don't think about this, like like any of this stuff at all. I just think it like it's a number, and mm-hmm. I've heard like creepy stories about the number mm-hmm. three that's but when i really dug deep into what the number three was it's really cool okay so i found superstitions in threes okay so three knocks can indicate death this means you will be more attentive to the news of death after hearing three knocks and can connect the knocking to death Ooh. So, if you have a death of a loved one or somebody that you knew, you could think in the past few days or remember if you heard three knocking or anything like that. And it's kind of a tell for death, not a warning, because warning indicates that you can stop Stop it. Yeah. But Uh, this is more of a tell. Last week when we were recording and having issues with our microphone, were we hearing three knocks on that microphone? knocks of three or was it just bang 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 i don't know i'm gonna have to go back and re-listen i don't i don't want any death yeah i can't remember well does it have to be a living death oh that doesn't make any sense at all (laughs) that might be our our title for this one (laughs) but like i mean I rearranged my furniture, so is that the death of the feng shui that I had with the new feng shui, or does it mean literal something alive is killed? I think this is more along the lines of a living thing. Well, okay. 
Um, also, the bearing of bad news is said to be received in three days, three weeks, or three months. Oh. I thought that was very cool. That is cool. When three knocks are heard on a door and no one is there, this is a quick call to notify the household of a death. Hmm. So, like, I've seen, like, crazy videos on social media, more specifically TikTok. Of course. And it was wild, and I wish I could credit whoever it was. I don't know who it was. I was just scrolling. And it was a video of their front patio from, like, a ring device or whatever. Oh, yeah. You could literally see their front door shake inward. So it wasn't like somebody was on the other side of the door knocking. You could see it shaking from the outside, knocking three times, but nobody was there. Oh, creepy. It was creepy. And all the comments were like, don't open the door. You should never open the door because you're letting something evil in. Like an evil entity. Yeah. That gives me the chills. Yeah, me too. And I just found that really interesting. So I really wanted to research the the knocking. And I have two stories from the website I found this information from. Just kind of sum up what the three knockings mean. Okay. So it's all completely like taken from the website. It's not my work. I'm just reiterating the stories. Okay. So this one is called Family Experiences Mini Knocks. Neil reports multiple incidents of death knocks heard by various, various family members. (laughs) In the 1920s, his grandmother heard three loud knocks at the front door while she was in the kitchen, but nobody was there. Three days later, she learned that her mother had died back in Germany. Oh, God. In 1973, Neil's parents were awakened by three loud knocks on the front door with nobody there. They received a phone call about an hour later that his uncle had passed away. Do you you think it's the dead person knocking on the door? Hmm. I had never thought of that. That's weird. I kind of think of it as like death knocking at the door, letting you know that they're there for someone. Creepy. Go knock Uh, on someone else's door. (laughs) In 1979, at his father's funeral, his aunt noted that they had heard three loud knocks on their storm door about the same time his father had passed away. Hmm. His mother heard three loud knocks on her front door with nobody there. Three days later, his brother was murdered. Oh, gosh. So those are just like... In the same family, like, kind of a story like That's that. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. And I have one more called Death Knocks at the Hospital. Okay. It's very short, but I thought it was really cool. Alan tells of his family waiting at a hospital as their mother neared death. They began to hear almost otherworldly knocking, seeming from the window behind his mother's bed. Ten minutes later... They heard it again, but more insistent. He went into the hall to see whether somebody was pulling a prank, but saw nobody. Ten minutes later, his mother passed away. So I guess it couldn't have been his mother's soul knocking on the door because she yeah. was still alive. It was important of things to come, not... Mm-hmm. not ooh. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, that makes me think of knock on wood. Mm -hmm. You know, you hear knocking on wood like when you don't want to tempt fate or something. Yeah. And you, or you want to unjinx something you just said, you mm-hmm. knock on wood three times. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And if you put it in that way, in somebody, oh, you could take this in a dark way. Okay. I'm going to go there. Okay. So let's say somebody says something and doesn't want to jinx themselves. So they knock on wood, but they pass that on to somebody else. Ooh. So like, I guess it doesn't, it makes sense with the mother on the deathbed, three knocking, it was her time anyway. Mm-hmm. But let's say somebody died unexpectedly. Would that be because somebody knocked on wood to, <gasps> to unjinx their face? Oh my and God. Someone else? So, so now we have to jinx ourselves to keep someone else from dying? That's it's, creepy. I'm not saying that. It could be, but I'm just saying that is a very fun twist and could be a book. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes, it could. (laughs) Well, the number three is also really active in witchcraft as well. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people uh, connect it to the triple goddess, Mm -hmm. the maiden, the mother, and the crone. There's also the threefold rule. The karma rule yes. that says whatever you put out into the world comes back onto you three with three times the strength. So, mm-hmm. you know, if you hex somebody, you're going to get the karma of that yeah. back three times over. Yeah. But Yvonne Aburo of dowsingfordivinity.com, she said this is a misconception. She says it's not actually that there's some cosmic law out there that means that you whatever you send out will return to you threefold. Mm -hmm. The rule is actually telling witches to return good threefold when they receive good. Mm. In Gerald Gardner's novel, she said, it's the novel name is High Magic's Aid. She said, this quote defines the threefold rule. Quote, Mark well when thou receivest good, so equally art thou bound to return good threefold. End quote. That's very interesting. And then I found another website, Patty Wigginton from www.learnedreligions.com. Mm-hmm. She talks about this threefold rule as well. She said, your actions affect you yourself on three different levels, physical, emotional, and spiritual. This means that before you act, you need to consider how your deeds are going to impact your body, your mind, and your soul. I like that idea. Yeah, I like that too. Because it, it is kind of the that karma rule that what you do comes back to you three times because if you do something nasty to somebody, it is going to affect your psyche and your body and, you know, your your soul, I guess. Mm-hmm. So yeah, be be watchful of what you do. That's true, but not everybody believes it. That's true. It's more karma. tied to, uh, well, number one, karma, I think, came from India. It was originally an uh, India form of religion, mm-hmm. whereas this threefold rule, the what what you do comes back on to you, is a Wicca mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, it so is. So different religions interpret it differently. Mm-hmm. Patty Wigginton also said... 
that a more cosmic view suggests that what you do in this lifetime will be revisited upon you three times more intently in your next life. I hear that a lot. And I know that you are into the reincarnation idea. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that that would be interesting to you. Yeah, it is. But on the other side, things that are happening to you in this life, be they good or bad, are paybacks for your actions in previous lives. Mm -hmm. I read a story once that was talking about how the same soul is everybody in the world at the same time. Just time is not fluid. That in this life, you're learning uh, something. And then when you die, you come back in another person and you learn whatever that, you know, so the bullies learn not to bully. And, you know, so, but it's all, it was called the egg. Yeah, that story. I'll have to find it and post a link to it. Yeah, that's very interesting. Because when I think of reincarnation, I think of time as null and void. Mm -hmm. Like past, present, future all occurs at the same time. Everything that has happened will happen has already happened. We're yeah, just, that's... And we're just slowing down in this time. That's how this story went, this egg story. Mm -hmm. And I like it. I could theorize and talk about this for hours. Mm -hmm. But I do like that idea of what you dish, you get back. Mm -hmm. And whether you get it back in this lifetime or another, I don't think it matters if you're what you do in this lifetime. Like, let's say we're in 21st century. You might get it in, let's say, you're back in the 17th century. Mm -hmm. Like, it, I don't think you it's linear. You mean as reincarnated? Yeah. I don't think it's linear. Well, and with Christians, they think that what you do in this life affects you in the afterlife in that you either go to heaven or you go to hell, mm -hmm. which is kind of a, a karma thing. You're getting your karma in the afterlife. Yeah, yeah. So also for witches, the witch's hat is a triangle, mm -hmm. which has the three points. Yeah, I never thought of it like that. <laughs> and I... You know how the Egyptians had pyramids. I think that the three-sided thing is is very powerful. Mm -hmm. We talked about last week how cauldrons normally have three legs. Mm -hmm. um, many spells take three recitations to stick. Ooh, that's not probably the most eloquent way to say that. It kind of makes me think of uh, whacking my spell ingredients with a stick. Okay, she's looking at me like I'm a nut. That's not the best way to cast a spell. Listen, if you guys know anything about me, I'm not expressive in the way that I talk. It's all in my face. Oh, yeah. Her face was talking to me because here I am. We're, we're actually together this time. And I was hammering out in my with my hands, you know, banging with a stick and she's looking at me like I'm a like, nut. Yeah, like you're a crazy woman. <laughs> okay, the number 3 in divination is also important in in the tarot cards. Mm -hmm. The uh card of the empress is the third card. That's the number 3 card. Mm -hmm. The empress stands for creation and growth, which in my research about the number three, I came across that a lot, that the number three is creative. Mm -hmm. Reversed, it warns of inaction. So don't, don't be inactive. Also, the most common reading that you see done with tarot cards are a three-card spread. Mm -hmm. 
There are six cards in the tarot deck that feature this number. Four suited cards, the three of swords, the three of wands, the three of pinnacles, and the three of cups. And two of the cards from the tarot's major arcana, which is the empress card and the death card. The death card's number 13. So it's got a three in it. These themes uh, reinforce loyalty, bonding, indulging, and crossing the point of no return. Hmm. But there is so much more on the tarot and the number three, but we're going to do other episodes on the tarot deck, so I won't go into detail here. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I have witches and threes. Oh. So three is the number of people who will band together and fight and channel energies to defeat evil. You think it takes three witches to make a coven or can two make a coven? I think two. Two can make a coven. Just more than one. Otherwise, you're a solitary witch. Mm -hmm. But two and more can be a coven. I was just wondering. Yeah. And based on my research, the witches in threes really comes from Macbeth, from yeah. Shakespeare. Which we talked about, about the cauldron last mm. week. Yeah. Yeah. It's based off the weird sisters on fates such as Greek myth or... Oh, I've got a whole thing on that. I'll, t- I'll get to that later. Perfect. Or the Roman version of whom there were three. Okay. Which I love. I mean, I just think it's so cool. After a battle in Scotland, Macbeth and his friend Banquo met three witches, mm-hmm. who then three uh, prophecies, Macbeth will be Thane, mm-hmm. Macbeth will be king, and Banquo's son will be kings. So okay. those three prophecies, which is kind of where it kind of comes from. Okay. But other than Macbeth, I got from a website, and I will link it, and they summed it up really well. So I'm just going to read exactly okay. what they said, because okay. I could not paraphrase and make it sound better. Okay. And I'll link that. So they said not just the concept of popular culture, like the craft or charmed, which mm-hmm. I know you'll talk a little bit about. Mm-hmm. The power of three is a reoccurring theme in witchcraft. Okay. Firstly, many of the goddesses revered by witches occurred as like triple goddesses. Right. Three separate deities that may come together as one mm-hmm. and so on. Mm-hmm. Often boons of goddesses come in threes, or three tasks are required to gain their favor. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, in um, I took Latin, so I had to read the Iliad and all of that stuff. And some of the myths from then were, you know, the tasks of having to go get the golden fleece and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, yeah, very yeah. cool. Yeah. And then I know you already talked about the concept of karma in mm-hmm. witchcraft, but they I think they did a really good job. Okay. Um, is also threefold. Karma is considered threefold. Uh, whatever you put in the world comes back to you three times the strength. So many witches try to heal and do as good as they can in order to, like, reap the reward, that level mm-hmm. of reward. But I don't like putting it that way because we don't do it. Well, maybe some, but I don't do it to gain that reward. Right. I was just about to say, yeah. I feel like that reward won't come back if you do it purposely for the reward. For greed. Kind of like like you were talking about in Charmed. There was an episode where, well, I think all of their episodes, you can't 
do anything for your own self, mm-hmm. uh, like money. You can't yeah. try to scry for the, the lottery tickets, that yeah. kind of thing, or something bad will happen. Yeah. Although, if this is the only reason you're doing good, your skills and luck will fail you. Yeah. Uh, it's just something to consider. Mm-hmm. And then the rule of three is also super helpful when working with new spells. Huh. You will notice that the simple knot spell will oh, cover, yeah. be covered like three knots. And you can also use three elements to a spell or three ingredients. Yeah, a lot of the witch's ladder, they're, they're in increments of three. Mm-hmm. The witch's ladder knots. Yeah. Which you use to cast spells. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, we'll have to do an episode on the witch's ladder. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. And also, you guys can recommend whatever you want us oh, to talk about. I definitely. Know we, we sound like a broken record. Didn't we have someone ask for something? I saw a comment. We did have someone on Instagram ask for those bonus episodes. Oh, neat. Okay. So... Anybody else who wants to have those bonus episodes of the theories that we can just rabbit hole, Mm -hmm. let us know. Or any other bonus episodes that you all want. Um, Yeah, post on Instagram. We see those for sure. Yeah. I was learning about learning. I was reading about, (laughs) well, I guess I learned while I read Mm -hmm. about consecutive threes. So consecutive threes in your life may symbolize the need to express yourself creativity, creatively. Wow, creatively. Okay, cosmos are definitely my thing. Um, or consider your present directional path in relation to past events or future goals. Three may also represent promising new adventures, the assurance of cooperation from others, who you may require help from. Mm -hmm. Now, the Greek stuff that you were talking about, the fates, and I took Latin, so a lot of the, I have a high interest in the Greek and Roman mythology. Mm -hmm. So the fates are considered three sisters, Mm -hmm. and they're called the Mori in, in Greek mythology. You had Clotho, Lachesis and Atropos. They are a trinity of goddesses, and they control a person's fate, their life, length of life, and their destiny. So another thing of threes. Mm -hmm. Not only were they feared by mortals, but they were feared by the gods, as they also controlled the gods' fates. Although some versions say that Zeus wasn't controlled by them, but other versions say that he was. And, you know, some of the versions say that that is the only thing that Zeus was ever afraid of was the fates. Mm-hmm. Um, other versions say that Zeus could override the fates. Mm-hmm. So, but every time a child was born, it was believed that the fates would visit them three days after their birth and decide whether that child should live. Oh, wow. Yeah. As soon as a child was born, the threads that the sisters used to determine life began to be spun. So each of these sisters had a different role. Mm -hmm. Clotho weaved the web of life with her staff into um, onto her role, referring referred to as the book of fate. Mm -hmm. Lachesis would mature these threads to determine how long each life would last using her measuring staff. 
She would also point this staff at horoscopes on the globe, which, you know, is why we're all tied to horoscopes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Atropos decided exactly how someone was going to die, and she would use shears to cut the thread when that time came. Oh, wow. Atropos actually translates to inevitable, and she was also the eldest and the wisest of the three sisters and the most feared, which... I guess so, if she could tell you how you were going to die and she was going to have you die by falling into a volcano or something, that is pretty scary. (gasps) I'd rather just fall asleep and die that way. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, The fates correspond to the past, present, and the future idea. Mm -hmm. Another Greek, Pythagoras, who also came out with the Pythagorean theorem, Mm -hmm. postulated that the number three was the perfect number. It is the number of harmony, wisdom, and understanding, as well as creativity, communication, and expression, which I think you might have already said. Mm -hmm. The Freemasons, that secret society that we all always hear about, Mm -hmm. they have the number three in many of their rituals and symbols. They have three grandmasters, three degrees, three knocks to get in, Mm -hmm. and three candles. Which that knocking thing? I don't know yeah, about the three creepy. knocks. Like, like, let's say you're on the inside and you hear somebody knock three times. I know and nobody's there. <gasps> I know. Like, and they like would a, think that oh, it's one of our you know yeah. secret buddies. But no, and... just kidding. It's death going. <laughs> 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 oh my god. <laughs> we are on the third planet from the sun. Mm-hmm. Three is the smallest number that it takes to make a pattern. Okay. The Latin phrase, omne trium perfectum, is everything that comes in threes is perfect. Mm. Or another way to say it, every set of three is complete. Oh. I have some quotes about the number three. Okay. So Confucius said, no, let's try Buddha first. Buddha said, Three things that cannot be long hidden are the sun, the moon, and the truth. Hmm. Confucius said, by three methods, we learn wisdom. First, by reflection, which is noblest. Mm -hmm. Second, by imitation, which is easiest. And third, by experience, which is the bitterest. Hmm. And Lao Tzu says, I have just three things to teach, simplicity, patience, and compassion. These three are your greatest treasures. I like that one. And then, of course, we've all heard three times a charm, three times a charm, <laughs> three times a chime. <laughs> Don't forget, three's a crowd. Yeah, three. Oh, yeah, three's a crowd. Yeah. Bad things come in threes. Oh, uh, yeah, that one too. The bad things coming in threes. I've read some stuff that's kind of fascinating. Three candles burning in a room is bad luck. Well. So never have just three candles. Well, now I'm trying to think. I light my candles all All the time. All the time. I know. I do too. And once one burns out, I'm just like, eh, it's fine. In fact, in my living room, I've got a art piece that has three candles. And so if I only light that art piece, I would have three candles burning. But usually when I'm lighting that, I'm festive, so I have candles all over the room. So I don't know that I've ever just had three. Don't forget the little thingy that you have by your walkway, like uh, on your second floor. 
with your new three candles. Yeah. Don't ever light those. All by themselves. All by themselves. As you said earlier, three knocks in the room is about a dying person or is a harbinger of death. Uh, breakages and tipped over glasses of water come in threes. Mm-hmm. Three butterflies on a leaf is considered bad luck, as is hearing an owl call three times. Oh, I hate, okay, so I hate owls. Really? Because my father traumatized me, not in like a bad way. It was just like, he was on the movie, The Fourth Kind, while I was Oh, I was envisioning, what did your dad do set? Owls loose in your room or something. The fourth kind is a it's a good movie. But is it aliens or yeah. something? Yeah. But when you're 12 years old and after you watch it, your dad just goes, "Well, I'm going to bed," and leaves <laughs> the room, and you're the only one left awake to think about that. And the whole movie is based on like owls are a sort of alien or indicator that an alien is coming or whatever. I can't quite remember. I was 12 and I've never watched it again. But every single time I hear an owl or see an owl, I just, mm-mm, that's not for me. Well, hearing one three times is bad luck. Well, now I'm trying to think because I heard an owl the other day while I was outside at their house and I can't remember if it hooed in threes. I don't know. Great. <laughs> three times a bridesmaid, never a bride. Which I feel like some of these things are self-fulfilling. You know, these bad luck things. Yeah. If, oh gosh, I wrote, I, I lit three candles. Now I'm going to have bad luck. I feel like sometimes people manifest their own bad luck. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like since I never knew the candle rule, and I bet you I have only had three candles going in my house. Like, my house is small. It's like 600 square feet. How many candles can I light at one time? You live in a tiny house. Well, it's an apartment. It's an apartment, but, like, how many candles can I have lit at the same time? Without burning down? (laughs) Yeah, so, like, I bet you I had three, but I didn't know that it was connected to bad luck, so I never brought that upon me that's mm-hmm. also along the lines of what you fear kind of you you yeah in or like what I you mean, think you can manifest like i was gonna say manifest a lot manifestation is evil. a real thing yeah um the oak ash and thorn were called the fairy triad of trees and where they grow together it's said that fairies live oh isn't that neat I don't know what a thorn, excuse me, I don't know what a thorn tree looks like. I don't either. But I know what an oak and an ash look like. Mm -hmm. So I'll have to go and look and see what a thorn tree looks like to see if we have any fairies around. (laughs) Um, You know, you hear the number three in stories like three billy goats, the three billy goats gruff story, three tasks to overcome like you were talking about. Mm -hmm. Three wishes. The genie grants you three wishes. The Three Little Pigs. Three Little Pigs. An old superstition from Britain states that it is lucky to find three whole grains in a loaf of bread. Oh. Don't know why. Another bread superstition says that if you take three loaves of bread out of the oven at a time, a death of someone you know will occur within a year. Oh. So let's not do that one. <laughs> did you know? I have another did you know. <laughs> Did you know that an octopus has three 
hearts? I did not. Isn't that cool? That is cool. Camels have three eyelids. Three eyelids. Cats have three eyelids, too. Oh. Their, their, their third eyelid is called the haw. Is that like the see-through? I think so. Yeah. And the Triceratops had three horns, but we can't see them anymore. They're not around. True. More stories. The three wise monkeys that came, that, that story from Japan, the hear no evil, speak no evil, see no evil. Mm-hmm. And then I think you had some stuff. Yes. I have threes and dreams. Oh. So when you dream and you see like the number three, what does it mean? Like you see the physical no, number no, three no, or no. just something you in have threes? something in your dream. <laughs> Well, you never know. You might dream of the actual number three floating around. That would be creepy. I don't know what you dream about. Depends on how many Cosmos I have. (laughs) When the number three appears in a dream, it can be a message that your ideals and visions are coming to fruition in your life. Oh, that's a good thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Threes or a series of threes appearing in your dreams indicate self-discipline through service to others, manifesting abundance, productivity, and unity. Huh. And this is... Okay, so the next part is taken directly from the website. I'm going to sum it up a bit, but I think it did a really good job with talking about threes in dreams. So three... With union, the number three represents the union of mind, body, and soul and the Holy Trinity. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm, It resonates with the Ascended Masters. So if you dream something like that. Okay. uh, Growth, expansion, and fruition. Number three symbolizes the principle of growth, expansion, and manifesting abundance. When it appears in a dream, the number three may be a message that your ideals and visions are coming true. Three suggests vitality, motivation, enthusiasm, creativity, and abundance. Yeah, see, there's that creativity thing again. Mm -hmm. I think that seems to be an overlying commonality with all the stuff. So three is creativity for sure. Yeah. And if you're seeing threes in your dreams, it may indicate themes that have to do with commitment, improving yourself, and meditation. Hmm. There's also a message that all things are possible. When you start noticing threes in your dreams, take notice of your true goals and aspirations and know that they are attainable. Neat. Mm -hmm. Uh, The number three in your dreams also suggests that your wishes will come true and that there will be changes and you will be successful. I want to dream threes. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much all. You know, my luck. Repetitive. I'm going to dream the actual number three chasing me with fangs or something. I don't know what goes on in your head. <laughs> <laughs> You're still my friend. Yes, but that's terrifying. <laughs> Remind me when we have like... The technology to read each other's minds, not to read yours. Yeah, you would run screaming and I wouldn't have any friends anymore. (laughs) Um, Are you finished about dreams? Because I have some dream stuff. Yeah. I've got a dream reference to the number three, which is really cool. This is um, has its origins in Japan and China. It's called Baku the Dream Eater. Hmm. It's strange but it's this cute little hybrid creature featuring many different animals. Okay. And it has the power to eat nightmares. Oh. 
So bad dreams go through Baku's digestive system and are totally eliminated, okay. leaving serenity in its place. Baku will consume nightmares upon request. Superstition has it that a person experiencing nightmares must call out three times to Baku. Eat it, Baku. Eat it, Baku. Eat it, Baku. That, okay, that to me is just really creepy because it brings like Bloody Mary vibes. I know, right? Yeah. Well, see, that's another one. Don't you say Bloody Mary three, three times, times in yeah. the mirror? Yeah. yeah. So the, just, that's another three. Uh, ooh, we should do an episode. I know this isn't really witchy, but an episode on mirrors oh on mirrors yes because and i know we're kind of like we could do that as a bonus episode we could i mean and mirrors can be used to scry and there there are witchy connotations that go with mirrors yeah if you guys wanted a bonus episode let us know yeah instagram us email us whatever yeah i have another myth okay uh, the Mayans had a myth that involved three with the creation of mankind. Oh. The first man was made of clay, but it was destroyed by a flood. Mm. The second man was made of wood, but it washed away in a storm. The third man, which is the one that finally stuck, was made from maize, corn, mm-hmm. and from whom we are all descended. So to the Mayan culture, corn was life because okay, yeah. that is what they what kept them going. Yeah. I have a Norse mythology uh, that deals with the number three. Mm-hmm. It is said that there will be a string of three incredibly harsh winters back to back that lead up to Ragnarok, which Ragnarok is the period of time when a great fight happens that changes the shape of the world forever. Oh. In which the all the main Norse gods will die, and the world is then created anew. So it's kind of like the apocalypse. Oh. Yeah. I like that. I love Norse mythology. But I guess you all need to watch and see if there are three incredible winters back to back, because that might mean that Ragnarok is coming. <laughs> okay. Noted. Also, this is a interesting one from World War One. It's considered unlike unlucky to light three cigarettes with the same match. I've heard that one. Have you? Yes. This origins they think came from World War One, whereas if, as the story goes, if a sniper spots a soldier in the trenches, uh, the cigarette lighter will alert him. Mm-hmm. By the time the second cigarette is lit, has lit, he's aimed his rifle. And the third man to light his cigarette would then be shot as the snipers had enough time to prepare and mm-hmm. see exactly where they are. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure whether it's true or, true or not, but that superstition is stuck. See, I could see that. Where I heard it was from a really good podcast Uh-oh. called Superstitions on Spotify. I just, it's every, it comes out every Wednesday, but I love it so much. And that was the first time I had heard that. Interesting. Like lighting a cigarette, like one cigarette, three cigarettes with one match (laughs) (laughs) with that luck. And it had a whole story and it was really interesting. Yeah, because I guess if you lit one cigarette and the sniper saw the light, but then it went out, they don't know where you went. Mm -hmm. And then you light the second cigarette and they're like, oh, it's I still feel like they would have a general idea. Yeah. And they could shoot you. Yeah. And then the last thing I've got on the 
Um, number three is the Charmed, of course. Yes. The yes. the power of three. I love that series. I've actually started watching the remake. Have you watched the remake? No, I was a little disheartened. I saw like the first episode. And it wasn't at all what I was thinking, but I thought I thought it would be fun if the the new series was like their children or something like that. And it's not. It's just yeah, it's an actual remake. remake. It's blech. I, I like it. I mean, there is nothing to me that compa- compares. Wow. Okay, so Cosmopolitans are really, really strong. Um, there is nothing to me that compares to that original yeah. series. It yeah. is absolutely lovely. I love that that and series. I'm not saying, if you like the new remake, good for you. It's just not for me. I, I like it. Yeah. I. It's just not the same. And I think that's what you have to go into... They shouldn't have called it Charmed. Well, then people wouldn't watch it. So I I don't know. It just, you can't go into it with the expectation that it's going to be like the first one. Yeah. There's no competing. I mean, it's like if they remade Buffy. You know, how do you... It would be weird. How do you do that? They would have to have it be Buffy's kid or something. Yeah. You know? And that's what I thought. Although at the... going to be like... At the end of Buffy, there's... Everybody's a... I mean, all all the chosen ones came out. So, I, although it could be a thing about that, yeah, I don't know. It's just, but just a, a straight remake. Yeah, yeah. I was a little disappointed. I mean, maybe they could have done it with men. Maybe you know that might have been yeah, interesting. That would have been interesting because you don't ever see that. Yeah, I I yeah. don't know. Yeah, but that's all that I have. I mean, there's more out there, but. You know, yeah. feel free to go and research the number three. There's yeah. lots of fascinating stuff out there. Yeah. But that was fun. Yeah, I really like that. You guys can check us out on all of our social media at C3 Witchy Podcast. And you can also go to our website, www.c3witchypodcast.com. There you will find all of our links to our social medias, as well as our link to our Patreon and merch. And you can also listen to our episodes there. And you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah, we should say our merch is from Dragoncraft Creations. Uh, They've got an entire witchy section, but they set up a section just for our podcast, Mm C3 Witchy Podcast. Um, And they've got merch for us, so go go buy our merch. Yes. Help support us. Uh, Speaking of supporting us, our Patreon is p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash C3 Witchy Podcast. Probably. But anyway, support us on our Patreon. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. Yes. Thank you. See you next week. See you next week. week. (laughs)